It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. nation. I have just recently fell in love and not with my amazing husband that I've been with for a very long time, but with a new delicious tasting gummy from Goalie. Goalie is now a partner of the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. And I'm talking about the apple cider vinegar gummies. When you try these, and I was skeptical at first because I thought I was going to taste a whole lot of vinegar and not a lot of apple. I was completely wrong. These gummies are gluten-free. They're vegan. They're non-GMO, they're kosher, and they are just absolutely delicious. You got to try them for yourself. And so if you put in the code, go on the website, goli, G-O-L-I.com, and put in the code HERDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-0, and put in the code right now, you'll save an additional 10% on any order, whether you do just a jar of the gummies, they got ones for sleep, they got multivitamins, they got the apple cider vinegar ones, as I... Definitely tell you, you got to check them out. Put in that code, save yourself an additional 10%. Go to goalie, G-O-L-I dot com. Put in the code H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-0. Save your additional 10%. Any kind of of gummy that you want, you definitely got to check them out. I mean, I could talk about it on and on, but I want you to try them for yourself. Go to goalie.com, check out their gummies, and get your wellness together today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are now listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching right now on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you stay in the know of every new episode and every guest that I have coming up on the show. It is Teachers Appreciation Week, and by the time this episode drops, I still want you all to be very thankful for teachers and educators because they are very important, such as my guest that is with me today. He is an educator himself and the founder of the Leaders leaders, leaders, Readers Network. Say that five times fast. The Leaders Readers Network. <laughs> Chris McGilvery, welcome to the Heard That Podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, shout out to all the incredible teachers that are listening now uh, for all that you do, not only during Teacher Appreciation Week, but every day. Uh, you, what you do is incredibly important for our, our children today, but also for their future. Thank you, Marissa, for having me on your show. I'm so honored that you're here and that we get to dive right into this because uh, as you and I were talking before we came live on the show, 
that reading was such a core value growing up in our household. Uh, my mom would either let us go outside and play, get some fresh air, but she kept us always involved in extracurricular activities. And reading was one of them. We had books always accessible to us. And I had said to you, I was really surprised how many schools now today in 2023, how many of them struggle to get reading materials into their classrooms. So I want to know from you, Chris, what was the inspiration behind starting uh, Leaders Readers Net uh, Network? And the results of that, you know, obviously has flourished because of your passion for getting reading materials into classrooms. So my mother's story is a huge part of why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, she grew up in the Philippines and at the age of 11, uh, she had to quit school to work on her family's farm. Uh, and I, I, you know, I think her story of continues to motivate me to advocate for kids in need. Mm -hmm. uh, education is uh, something that every student deserves, like an excellent education education, and access to, to books and resources so that they can read more, learn more, grow, uh, learn about the world around them, learn about subjects that they want to pursue and and realize their potential. Mm -hmm. And so my mom has, and my dad has always uh, instilled the importance of education throughout our lives, my my siblings and I. Mm -hmm. And um, we had the opportunity, uh, my wife and I had the opportunity to move to Dominica uh, for our careers. And it, it was at that point in 2011, I started to volunteer at schools mm -hmm. and it reminded me of my mother's story. And I was like, Hey, we have to do something. We need to, let's start a nonprofit that will help provide, uh, school supplies, books and resources to instill that love of learning and reading for kids in Dominica, but also in the United States and, um, fast forward, Almost 12 years later, mm -hmm. uh, we are providing thousands and thousands of books each year. I think this year we're, we're going to reach about 75,000 kids. Oh my God. And awesome. thousands of teachers. And so, uh, but I think of my mom every mm -hmm. time I hand a book to a kid. Yeah. I, I, I was in a fifth grade classroom yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I asked, how old, how old are you to all, to the kids? Most of them raised their hand, said 11. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's when my mom had to quit school. And so I wanted to, you know, ensure that these kids have their access to books, but also know that there's a community around them wanting to support them so that they can further their education and have quality books that they can love and they'll cherish yeah, and, and hopefully it changes their life. That's that's incredible how you're doing that and impacting the. the uh, I always say the kids they're 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 there now. Even though that they will grow up and do something great, the future is now because of right. people like you and the educators and teachers that are instilling in them some amazing uh, things that they're going to utilize for whatever they want to do, whatever they set their heart to do, their desires to do. How did you go in when you, when you started this, 
what was the connections with these teachers like once they were, you know, they found out what you were doing, what you and your wife were doing? How did that happen with the teachers connecting with you all, finding out about Leaders Readers? And what's the results that you've seen, you know, after connecting with them and getting those materials in the classrooms? All right. So, you know, every community is different, right? Mm -hmm. But I think what what's the heart of it is community support. Uh, for our teachers. And so when someone within the community can support a teacher in their classroom, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's uh, school supplies, books, food, uh, teacher appreciation gifts, or even food for the, the classroom and snacks for the classroom. And so yeah. um, there's just this joy that someone's thinking of, of that teacher in their classroom. There's this hope that they, they realize that the community sees that their job is really important. Um, we often, I think, I think teachers know their job is critical, but I mm -hmm. think when a community partner comes alongside them intentionally throughout the school year to provide literacy resources, mm -hmm. I, I see more joy. I see confidence. I see community support. I see teachers that want to stay in the classroom uh, because they have uh, an organization like the Leaders Readers Network that's there throughout the school year yeah. to give to give them those literacy resources. That's incredible. That is so amazing. What is it like? Um, because I had a, a guest on here. I want to say over a little over a year ago, and he is in the heart of the city of Baltimore. And he had left his NFL career to become an educator, which, you know, that is outstanding in itself because he was passionate about right. the city, about, you know, art and wanting to share his gift with his students. The problems that he was having, though, is in the, in the inner cities, getting those resources and getting those uh, materials that are needed. And you had just mentioned such a key piece of the community you know, what, getting that community support. So when you are connecting with those schools that are in the inner city that, you know, are in the rougher places or rougher neighborhoods, um, how does that work out, Chris, getting the community the support instead of turning their, you know, all the complaints saying the teachers are doing this and they're not educating the students and we don't have this and we got old books. How are you getting the community to look inward and see the possibilities and see the hope and see the promise if they just all, you know, get together, support the school, the classrooms, the teachers, mm -hmm. and, and and the materials that need that are needed in those classrooms. I think it starts with by doing something, right? I think mm -hmm. we have to do something for those schools that are need and and getting the community to help be a part of it. And so, I think there's different ways that we, as as the leaders, readers network approach working with teachers, their classrooms and school leaders, and e even parents to, mm -hmm. to come alongside a school that might be in a uh, you could, like high need area. And yeah. so that's underserved. And so I think what's unique about us is the leadership part of our work. We, there, we all have a leader. We mm -hmm. just have to find it. And when we distribute books, we work with the leaders in the school mm -hmm. and oftentimes you think the school leader but what about the fifth grade students 
What about the fifth grade students that are the oldest students on an elementary campus? Mm -hmm. What about their leadership? What legacy are they leaving behind? Right. To inspire the younger students. And I think when we, if we can think about working with our youngest leaders to instill that love of reading, Mm I think that that it's a really transformational experience. And then you add, we also add the high school students in the local community. Yeah. Come on, come, come read with the kids, come with our, our team. And then we have some parents that come in uh, if they're able to, and, you know, some of them, you know, work one or more jobs. And so if they have the ability to take off an hour to volunteer with us, um, I think it's great to see parents read with the kids mm-hmm. and, and talk about the joy of reading and I mean you read a book to 20 to 30 kids it takes about 15 minutes yeah and those are moments that these kids will never forget and and the the really cool thing is that they're going to see their fifth grader peers in a different way mm-hmm and they want them to come back to their classrooms to read with them. And the fifth grade students and even the high school students become to realize the importance of reading. It's mm-hmm. not just going to the classroom to learn and listen to the teacher. It, 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 this experience is truly transformational in ways where kids, older kids are taking reading more seriously. I think we've got to be innovated. Yeah in the way that we're approaching how to solve the literacy crisis in our nation. And and that's, and that's imperative. That's so, that's so important about that. I wanted to ask you, um, because you had said this, you know, 12 years later, have you had, and I'm sure you have had overwhelmingly had emails and telephone calls of, you know, what you have done and how much of an impact you had made in a life of a student. Um, have you heard back from any of these students, you know, once upon a time they were in fifth grade and now, you know, they've gone on to college and some of them careers and anything. Have you heard back from any of them that you can, um, remember or share, you know, how much leaders, readers network meant to them at a young age. And now, you know, somehow they're spreading that legacy to the next generation. You know, uh, I think there's a lot of stories that I can share. I'm one particular one, uh, I was a substitute teacher at one point and at a Title I school. And I ended up sharing an opportunity for students to be a part of my nonprofit where they could become a student ambassador. Mm-hmm. And this particular student, very shy. And wasn't sure if she had the ability to be a leader in the community. Mm-hmm. And so she she decided to join our team at eighth grade. And she has bl- blossomed into a confident speaker, uh, a lifelong learner and reader uh, from eighth grade. And then during her high school years, she would work with teachers to provide books. She did a fundraiser with her high school peers, collecting change to provide books to her Title I elementary school. 
Wow, that's awesome. High school student advocating for literacy for kids in need Mm -hmm. where where she's she went to that school she understands the community and she wants to better it um and she rallied many of her students to be part of it she's even received grants for her work uh through through youth service of america Mm -hmm. and now she's i think in her second year of college that's awesome and, wow. and so, uh, and she still Why stays in touch. When you when you see <laughs> where she was at and the passion that she had to make a difference, I mean, collecting change, to buy books, to support a cause like that, and then you know now in college, that's got to make you feel like okay, you know, I can go to bed at night and and just rest knowing that one child at a time, right? You know you know, I impacted somebody and they, you know, took that pebble threw it in the, in the river and they, the ripples kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, she's part of that ripple process. Don't you go anywhere. The heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. We'll be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community and through That time, I have met some amazing people, and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them, I found that they they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine. And he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to uh, trevorromain.com, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end, .com, check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature, and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that, listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D, T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code HEARDTHAT. Save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. I think it's... I mean, it inspires us to continue. Our my team wants to ensure every kid has access to uh, experiences like that, and it inspired teachers to activate their classrooms to be of service. And so, just imagine, you know, this high school student working with their teachers, and now the teachers are inspired to do service projects in their classroom. Yeah, I think it, it works hand. It works in you know. It, it helps us to see the impact we're making, but it also helps us as an organization to see, well, what can we do better or how can we serve more kids? And, you know, we were able to work with teachers in their classroom mm-hmm. and, and then we could activate classrooms to be of service and uh, spread a love of reading and learning. That's that's awesome. So is this a year round thing? Because obviously schools are getting ready to end 
some of them are going possibly in summer school programs and anything else. Do you continue on with the support throughout the summer or do you all just do the school year? So it's, so it's typically the school year. We do work with like schools during the summer for a reading program mm -hmm. for summer school. Uh, but what's interesting throughout the school year, we support a teacher and their classroom with literacy services throughout the school year. So they get a free classroom library. They get a opportunity to implement service projects mm -hmm. on National Days of Service, MLK Day, 9-11, Global Youth Service Day. And then they also get to pick four book distributions to give to their students throughout the school year. And so the teacher gets to go and pick the book that's appropriate for their grade level, mm -hmm. interest level, and they are able to um, let us know. We order the books. They get it at their school on their campus. And then from there, they get to read it with the kids. They get to teach a lesson. And they're connecting with their students through these books while they're reading it, teaching them. Kids are flipping through each page, mm -hmm. looking next to the person, you know, at the, at the wonderful illustrations. And they ask their teachers questions. I mean, just imagine all 30 kids in a classroom flipping through the same book and the joy of reading. And then at the end of their lesson, they, the teacher says, you get to keep this book. You get to take it home. They get that experience four times a year. Yeah. with with the lit the literacy fellowship that we provide teachers and so it's it's we've created this model for su support for teachers that they can impact their classroom mm -hmm. improve reading engagement motivation reading skills the books that we provide uh they typically you know honor culture and family traditions, uh, leadership, social emotional learning, uh, resiliency, courage, mm -hmm. so that our students can have a growth mindset and our students are able to uh, use these books to, to learn and grow every day. And so it's, it's a wonderful experience when teachers are able to, when we're, when, 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 we can support teachers that are part of our literacy fellowship. Yeah. The beautiful thing, uh, Chris, that I want to applaud you for, and I want to give you your flowers for you and your team, is that you are providing books that these students can relate to, meaning not only the subject matter, but also when they look at that front cover and see representation. Mm -hmm. That's that so important. Is, that is so important because it's not just them picking up you know, uh, a, a classic book like Dr. Seuss or, you know, the Frog and Toad series, which was one of my favorites growing up as a kid or the Bernstein Bears um, growing up as, as a kid. That was one of my favorites. But they are seeing their representation like a Doc McStuffins, um, mm -hmm. you know, Dora the Explorer, different different avenues of, of books, but you're providing it not only with representation, but also, you know, different languages, you know, different outcomes. Ah, uh, see, that's so good. <laughs> that is so good. And that's, and I, when I was looking at, see, that's awesome. 
I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that it's getting in the hands of these kids that they're seeing parts of them on that cover, even before they even open the book. That's powerful to me. Oh my goodness. That is, that's so powerful to me. <laughs> And that's gonna make you feel good and make you see that's gonna make you feel good as well as seeing the students when they're looking at the book before they even open the cover. That's gonna make them feel good too. It's so important for them to see that their story matters. Yes. It's important for them to see themselves and their community in, in books. And and also learn about others and other you know, and cultures and and share that and embrace each other. And it's pretty neat to hear from teachers where the students are flipping through their pages and they're like oh there's uh jamila oh there's jose mm -hmm. oh my gosh miss there, there's my name is in this book i yes. never my name is never in a book and yes. to, to know that they have a book with their name or they see themselves in the book and the joy that it brings not only to them but their teachers their their families uh it's just an incredible uh i'm just i'm really uh excited about our project and the way that we support educators through our literacy fellowship and how we're working with student leaders through our student ambassador project mm -hmm. um because they're paving a way for, for us and for 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 our work to continue to grow and expand and reach more students in schools. It's, it's pretty incredible. Well, what is it that, because uh, we're halfway, not almost, but kind of the way we're almost, we'll be halfway through May and almost half of this year, which I can't believe how fast this year is going already. But what is it that you all want to do that you have not done before? Because you have done so much connected with so many educators and teachers and students what is it that you still want to do this year that you haven't done? That's a good question. I think there's a lot that we are, are planning for. And so we need as much support to reach more kids. Uh, we are expanding our services across the state of Texas, uh, also in Los Angeles and in Las Vegas. Uh, I just returned from a project in Las Vegas where this school is 100% economically disadvantaged and the families make from 15,000 to 30,000 annually. Mm. Wow. And they can't afford brand new books. Mm -hmm. And we wanna provide the support to all of their teachers so that they can have a classroom library so that they can provide four book distributions to their students mm -hmm. and ensure that they have access to these resources throughout the school year. There's several schools like that mm -hmm. all across the United States. And we need foundation support. We need corporations to come together to, to help us, to volunteer with us. We need families to, you know, join our work. Right. Encourage their high school students to be a part of the Student Ambassador Project. Mm -hmm. We need educators to apply for the literacy fellowship so that they can be part of receiving those wraparound literacy services. It's truly mm -hmm. wraparound. Yeah. It's, it's we're providing that service of 
books, lessons, classroom library, service projects throughout the school year. Mm-hmm. And it makes it makes it easy for them to to implement. They don't have to worry about buying the resources. They don't have to worry about coming up with another lesson plan because it's come, you know, they they have a lesson plan that they can use from our our team. And so I I just would encourage, you know, your listeners to, you know, think about how they can be a part of our work. You know, make they can make a donation. They can connect us with maybe they're part of a corporation that wants to do volunteer work with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's a foundation, a, a person that's a part of listening to the show. Yeah, check us out. See yeah, if we talk can... to talk to the audience and those that are watching, Chris. Because definitely, you know, before you go, because I want people to donate. I, I I'm going to definitely donate because again, it's it's so important for uh, young people that we instill in them the possibilities of now because right. the future is now. And so right. if they don't have those materials and people think, well, a book is a book is so simple. If it's so simple, donate. Hello. <laughs> but, you know, but right. talk to the audience, like I said, uh, before I let you go and just let them know how they can be connected with you and your team and what you're doing, which is absolutely incredible, amazing work. Feel free to visit us at leadersreadersnetwork.org. You can look us up on social media accounts, Leaders Readers Network. Um, We're on all social media accounts, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Go to our website, make a donation to help us reach more kids and teachers. Uh, You can help us provide books. Um, If you're an educator, sign up. To be part of our literacy fellowship. I mean, hello, if you were, yes, you can receive over three thousand dollars worth of materials throughout the school year if you sign up. Wow! Don't yeah. let that. Don't miss out on that opportunity. You know, Absolutely. And, and, you, and if you're a student leader, apply to be a student ambassador and help us adopt a classroom. Mm-hmm. We'll provide the the training and mentorship. And you'll be able to make a direct impact in your community. If you're a parent and you want to volunteer, go to our website and and click the volunteer tab. We want to hear from you. It's all of us. We've got to work together. Yes. To make to make a big difference, all of us need to come together. That is so. That's big. That that is huge. When when a community comes together. They can do some amazing stuff. Bonus question before I let you out of here. Favorite book that you're reading right now and favorite book that you, your childhood favorite book in the past, that's still one of your favorites. And if you saw it, you pick it up right now, you would read it. Okay. So my favorite childhood book is R.L. Stein. I read every, felt like I've read every like chapter book. Uh, You know, that, that, that was my jam. I would be in my room with a flashlight reading it and probably scaring myself before I could fall asleep. And then I felt, I fell asleep. Um, you know, I have a lot of favorite books right now. There's, there's a book that I think speaks to me right now. Um, my voice is a trumpet. It's a, it's a children's book. And oh, I haven't heard of that one. It's a beautifully illustrated children's book. It's so you need to check it out. Okay. It's about using your voice to make a difference. 
And so I, I definitely high, highly recommend it for adults and children that, you know, want to inspire their loved ones to make a difference. And so my voice is a trumpet. There's, there's far too many that I would love to list, but yeah. I think that that's the first one that comes to mind that reminds me of what I'm doing every day. I'm going to definitely check that out. And you are, your voice is a trumpet because it is musical, beautiful sounds that are going to everywhere. And it's going to go beyond because what you're doing, what your team is doing is, is absolutely incredible and it's needed. And uh, it's, it's impacting generations and may it continue that ripple effect uh, that is just doing some incredible stuff. Uh, I, I love that I am being in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. And as I always end the show, take care, stay safe. We are out of here.